Hello everybody and welcome to episode number three of Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. I'm your host Alex and I'm here with my very special guest Nick Rosen. Nick, how are you doing today? Doing well Alex, thanks for having me. Dude, thank you for uh, coming on and talking about the 1999 hit Smooth by Santana. I know it's a topic that's usually on your mind so I'm glad you now have an opportunity to be open about it. Yeah, I'm afraid I can't really say that it's been on the forefront of my mind up until this week, but it's definitely a great song and I'm happy to discuss it. As long as it's been there at some point, that's all that matters. So for those tuning in for the first time, this is the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just moved by Santana. Ooh, it's kind of a big accomplishment on my part when you say to have the first musical comedy game show about Smooth by Santana. Can you believe that like no one has done that yet? I really can't believe it, and so, I, I don't know. I'm just I can't wait to see you get to like Joe Rogan level status. That's all I was about to say. About a year time, Joe Rogan <laughs> hasn't you know done it. And there's that whole thing right now about Joe Rogan uh, hosting the political debate and all that. Maybe that could be like the next election in 2024. I could be the one like moderating yeah, it. Kanye would come on. Maybe yeah, Kanye. <laughs> it'll probably be like Kanye against Oprah, like, and we can like talk political stuff and then I'd be like all right come together by the Beatles better or worse it's moved by Santana and the American people can use that as a basis for their vote I 100% agree I think that would be amazing CNN Fox News anyone listening give me a call I'll help <laughs> so I gave you a couple questions before this show seeing where you are at with your knowledge in music and you said your dream collaboration between two artists would be David Foster and Trombone Shorty See, I did not expect you to be a trombone shorty fan, but I'm not surprised by it. And you said you've seen him, correct? Yes, he was actually my first live concert I saw really? in person. When was this? That's probably when I was in eighth grade. Okay, where did he play? Played in Baton Rouge, actually. I can't remember the I can't remember the location, but uh, you know, I'm a trombone player myself. I figured out who trombone shorty was when I was about in fifth grade, and I was hooked. Uh, I love local artists and. Um, his performances in person are awesome. They're a lot of fun. Highly recommend. You know, he goes, um, he plays Jazz Fest every single year, closes it out. Is it's he a fun from time. Louisiana? New Orleans, born and raised. Okay, and David Foster, I know him as a producer. Is he a musician as well? I would think so. He, uh, so I just want him to produce something. I want him to put Trevon Shorty on the map. That's my logic behind Ooh. that. Because if you look at David Foster, he made a lot of people more famous than what they were. I'm just um, looking at, looking at right September, now. Chicago. Hard to say I'm sorry. That's a song everybody knows. That was David Foster kind of rebranding Chicago. Okay. Um, and obviously it worked out really well for Chicago, as well as Michael Bublé. If you're a fan of Michael Bublé, that's all David Whenever Foster right there. Whenever he comes out of this cave for the Christmas season, yes. Exactly, yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, I want David Foster and Trembone Shorty to collaborate together, because I think the whole world needs to know more about Trembone Shorty. And to David, make him to that Louis Armstrong status that I want him to get to. David Foster is the man to do it. David Foster is Maybe the man to do can, it. Uh, I don't know, mix them with somebody you would never expect. Exactly. What if we get like a trombone shorty pitbull like duo? <laughs> that could work, man. The king of Miami and the king on. of New Orleans. Come Let's on, put don't, them together. <laughs> don't pity me. You know that won't work. When I asked you, would you rather play mini golf with Carlos Santana or go go-karting with Rob Thomas, you're the first one to say mini golf. Yes. 
You feel like Carlos Santana is pretty good with the putter? No. You don't think so? No, I feel like I could beat him in mini golf. So you decided to make this decision because you think Rob Thomas, he's kind of like, he has a like cool guy attitude, you know? Mm-hmm. He's the guy who like has like a toothpick yeah, he and like a- leans against the wall type guy. Earrings and everything. And those are the guys who usually dominate at your local go-kart. Exactly. So I had to stay. I need to go where I'm strong in and you know, I play to win. So um, putt-putt, that's my strength. Well, Carlos Santana is an incredible guitarist. Do you don't think those skills transfer over to the world of mini golf? No, not really. What if it's like like a guitar-shaped like mini golf hole? You think even then it still wouldn't work You might out? be able to ride it up the frets. Uh, I don't think there'll be 18 guitar-shaped uh, holes. I think I is, got them in 18. You got to play the long game. He can get a par on one, but you're expecting birdies on the rest from Exactly. Him. I understand. And if you said uh, Smooth by Santana was a food, it would be guacamole. Yes. You know what? Yeah. Would you say that Rob Thomas is the tortilla chips? I would say that because Rob Thomas, you know, he's kind of he's kind of forgotten. But if he's not there, Smooth by Santana isn't what Smooth by Santana is. It would be an instrumental. It's like having a bowl of guacamole on your table with no chips yeah. to dip in. It's like you go to a restaurant, they put a bowl of guacamole. Like, what do I even do with this? Nothing yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rob Thomas in there. Yeah, bring in Rob Thomas and we have ourselves a meal. That makes complete sense. Well, for those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, where have you been? It's episode three. You're missing out on some incredible opinions you didn't even ask for. But the basis of the show is that in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music ever created. With the help of my guests, such as Nick here today, we will listen to every song ever made and decide whether or not it's better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into the two categories. It's a daunting task, but we're up for the challenge. Can't wait for it. So the rules are, I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres. After listening to each one of the songs, it is up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. You know, the guy who sings 3AM. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. The song is worse, the guests will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guest. But if the guest is able to elaborate, they can. They can say either a soft or hard option for each of their choices. For example, if the song is absolutely incredible, you can say it is a hard, hot one. But if the song is just a tiny bit worse than Smooth by Santana, you'll say it's a soft forget about it. Kind of Anthony Fantano going along here. The song will be played for you at home, so you can play along as well. So feel free to comment down below or email us at manitahotone at outlook.com for your opinions and whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana. Sound like a game plan to you? Sounds like a game plan, Alex. Let's ready get to it. get started? Let's buckle up for our first song, the teen pop hit Firework by Katy Perry. plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again do you ever feel feel so paper thin like a house of cards one blow from caving in do you ever feel already buried deep six feet under screens but no one seems to hear a thing do you know that there's still a chance for you cause there's a spark in you you just gotta ignite 
Firework by Katy Perry as our first song. The 2010 song is considered one of Katy Perry's biggest hits, selling over 7 million units in the USA alone. Firework was nominated for Record of the Year and Best Pop Solo Performance at the 54th Grammy Awards that year. It was a single off of the Teenage Dream album, which had a total of five number one Billboard singles. That's crazy. Five. That's That's five more than any album I've ever released. So, Nick... What do you think of the song? Is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it. Or else forget about it. Oh, you just went straight into, straight into your opinion there. Had to. Uh, reason number one being is that when I think of this song or listen to it, I immediately think of the infamous scene from her music video where fireworks are exploding out of her body. Oh. And when I think of Smooth by Santana, I can't even think of the music video. I just go straight into the different musical themes it plays throughout the whole entire song. Uh, I love the theme Katy Perry goes at with Firework. You know, show yourself, be original. Uh, It's a little bit too repetitive for me, musically. Uh, Not as much spice as what Santana has to offer. Would you say we travel back in time approximately 10 years? Would you say it would be a different opinion? Or you think even then? Even then. Ten-year-old Nick would still be, like, smooth by Santana. Ten-year-old Nick would probably have a harder opinion of being in favor of Santana. Because Nick, right, 20-year-old Nick right now is just wrapping his mind around current pop music. (laughs) (laughs) I like to imagine ten-year-old Nick playing Mario Kart on the Wii and being like, you know what, Katy Perry? This isn't for me. I also have my younger sister, man. She loved Katy Perry. Went to a Katy Perry concert. And, you know, I I kind of like the same stuff as my little sister. That's true. Can you imagine? A 10-year-old boy liking the same stuff as his little sister? Can you imagine? Come on, man. What what would 10-year-old Nick say would be the pinnacle of music? Pinnacle of music? Yeah, would he say, like, Minecraft parodies would be the pinnacle of music? I would say the CBS theme uh, for college football on a Saturday. (laughs) You know what? I still might say that. <laughs> that, that, that is still my go. <laughs> All right, so we got our first opinion of the show, and it is a forget about it. Sorry, Katie. Maybe next time you're on the show, we can help you out with a hot one. And song number two is the 2016 neon pop punk song "Stupid for You" by the band Waterparks.
right, that was Stupid For You by the band Waterparks. Waterparks is a Houston-based pop punk group known for infusing pop punk with synth and electro pop elements. The band has three studio albums with their most recent one titled Fandom, which came out last year. Also expect a new album coming out soon as they just released a single last month. So Nick, what do you think of this song? Is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it. Or else forget about it. Oh, two in a row. Well, explain yourself, good sir. So this isn't a knock against the song or the band. This is really just more about the genre. Uh, I'd say next to rap and hip hop. I don't dislike any genre. Uh, I like songs in every realm. You know, I'd say early Panic of the Disco. It's probably the only band I like in this genre of like punk pop music. Um, and the reason why I'm saying it's not uh, to forget about it really is I don't really like the auto tune or like the synthesized voice throughout the whole. I can't really know what he's saying, hear the lyrics. I like how they still have like live instruments and everything. Uh, that's really my only reason being it not better than Smooth by Santana. I mean, listen to Smooth by Santana. That is just pure, unadulterated, like, guitar bliss, it's right? It's raw. You feel like this song, you know, they were like trying to shove like a guitar in a computer. Yeah, just... they put too much computer in it, man. Too much. I'm a, I'm a fan of a little bit, but whenever it's the whole, whenever the whole voice is synthesized throughout the whole entire song, uh, I really, I kind of skip those on my phone. So more of a, a soft, a soft forget about it, or you're going to even say a hard forget about it. I'm going to go with a hard one. Really? Yeah, that, that, that kind of, that, yeah, I'm going to go with a hard one. Oh, man. Waterparks, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Yeah, sorry, Waterparks. Maybe, I mean, I know this podcast has listened to pretty much everyone in the music industry. Quincy Jones was asking to be on it this week. I said, sorry, Quincy, I got a guy already. More important guy, man. I got a more important guy, <laughs> Quincy. Maybe next time, go go record the next We Are The World or something. You know? <laughs> I don't know what Quincy Jones does in his free time. I assume he's just preparing We Are The World. He's probably just still trying to hold the copyrights on We Are The World Dude, for, like, lifetime. Could you imagine just having, like... We are the world's, like, in a database ready for any tragedy that occurs. Who do you think would be in, like, if we had a revamp, oh. We Are the World, who do you think would so be in So what was the last We Are the World, like, 2012, 2011? 2012, like, around Beaver that time. Yeah, Beaver right? opened it. Uh, we would probably have Kendrick. You think, oh, yeah, Kendrick? We'll probably have Kendrick. Hopefully not Takashi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's like that's a good topic. I feel like we're definitely probably gonna have Bieber back. I feel like he's Bieber, new Bieber too. Yeah, new Bieber. He could maybe he could close it this year. <laughs> He'll probably be in like uh the middle of the pack. Yeah. Cause like Bieber only opened it last time because like, oh look, it's the guy from Baby, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just like, ah, oh, you look like just any other guy now. Any guy, yeah. Man, who do you think would be on it? What about you? I'd probably go with like a similar cast. I think Brendan Yuri would be on it. Oh yeah. You know, Brendan Yuri, he kinda got more and more famous. Probably the twenty one pilots. Twenty one pilots. We'd probably, probably have the main guy doing like a solo by a solo I mean like one line. Yeah. And then the other guy could just be in the chorus. Mm-hmm. That's what they did in the original. Yeah, like, they just need their faces, man. That's what I'm saying. Cause it's only there for the music video. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have Billy Eyelash in there. Casey Musgraves. Definitely uh, she'll probably be in there. T Swift. T Swift, yeah, she'll be in T-Swift there. T Swift will probably be like the chorus. She would probably be Big. like, you think Eminem? He's probably done. If he wasn't he's in done. the, if he wasn't in the original, he's done. He, he, dude, he's he, gonna write a, he's gonna write a diss track about it. <laughs> but 
Yeah, AJR is pretty re- relevant right now. Well, I mean, they're, you got to watch out for the groups. They'll probably throw in some BTS. Yeah. The thing about that is that look what they did to Hall and Oates in like the original one was like '84. Mm-hmm. They had Daryl Hall. He had his own little line, and they just threw uh, Oates, the just Oates guy. He just threw him in the chorus, like "Stay here." He's like, "Well, I'm 50 percent of this band." And they're like, "We don't want you, John. We Oates. don't want you, Ben. John Oates. They, they, um, you know, they age well. Their music. I've actually started listening uh, to them the past couple of weeks, and you know, I've been adding it on my party playlist. You know, Rich yeah. Girl. Oh Man, yeah, that's Rich song. Girl. Rich Girl. That, that that hits well to good Man uh, party. Eater, dude. You got Maneater, you got Sarah, I think it's like Sarah Smile or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, their music is uh, from the age well. And they had uh, the definitive hair of the 80s. They I did. Think the only they person said... who would beat them in the hair category would probably be Huey Lewis. I'd probably agree with that statement. I mean, but come on, Huey Lewis would beat anybody, right? He's, yeah, he stands the test of time. And maybe Billy Joel before he you know, went bald. Went bald, went bald yeah. yeah. But now he's like cool Billy Joel in like a, a black t-shirt and a blazer and jeans. Yeah, man. He's just a jeans. Billy Joel in jeans. He lost a suit. He lost a suit. I think he packed on a little too much weight. So I he probably I, just looked. Somebody from up top probably said, man. Just he's still the piano man, though, dude. He's still the piano man playing Madison Square Garden 80 times 80 a year. 80 times a year. <laughs> Yeah, but they need to retire Billy Joel in Madison Square uh, Garden like they did with Taylor Swift in a Staples, Staples Center. Center? Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're probably going to have a statue of Billy Joel out there. They should. If they don't let Billy Joel coach a Knicks game, like... He'd probably be, yeah, he'd probably be better than any other Knicks coach right saying. now. <laughs> Bring it like when the Lakers are in town, you know what's going to happen. It's just like, put in Billy Joel. Let him yeah. call some like pick and rolls. All that. Yeah, let him play point guard for all I play care. Play point guard, let him do the Star Spangled Banner before a little halftime show. I mean, they just don't take them off the court. Don't take them off the you court. Want to do. We That's have... how you bring Spike Lee back to the Knicks, too. Do we want Spike Lee back to the Knicks, though? That's a good question, too. I think we should replace Spike Lee <laughs> with Billy Joel. But the thing is that, like, Spike Lee is known for, like, he likes to yell at the players. Billy Joel is probably more of a, I would rather be in, like, an Italian restaurant watching the game. That's the best song, too, man. That's a good That's one. That's a good man. one. Not all people, uh... Not a lot of people know about. They just think Piano Man with Billy. That's what I'm saying. Or like uh, a lot of, that whole album, The Stranger. That's one of my top four favorite oh, that's albums. That's a great album. That was like when he was like in his Los Angeles days mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Thing about Billy Joel though is that you either know him from Piano Man, as you said, or you're taking uh, high school history senior year and you learn we are wait we didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. And then the, the, your teacher's gonna make you rewrite the lyrics. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what every high Did school. Did you have to do that? I wasn't in a smart enough class to do that. I was in the, that was like advanced, and you know me well enough not to be <laughs> there. So I'm like, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just hear about how everyone hates Same. doing this. We didn't project. start the fire. I'm mixed on that song. My favorite. They got a lot of traction with the Office though. The Office. They had that You're scene right. when uh, Ryan almost burned the Office down. Classic. Uh, my favorite Billy Joel song is "Why Should I Worry" from Oliver and Company. The Disney movie? Do you remember that song? I don't think I know that song. Ooh. I'm a, I pride myself on a lot of Disney stuff, too. Ooh, all right. We might have to do that. So welcome back to the Billy Joel podcast. <laughs> uh, next song is song number three. It is a bubblegum pop hit, Happy Days, by Pratt and McLean. Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. Rockin' all this day is on. This day is on. 
sunshine, goodbye rain She's wearing my school ring on a chain She's my steady, I'm her man I'm gonna love her all I can Pratt and McClain. Often called a one-hit wonder, the song served as the theme song for the hit show Happy Days, which ran on TV from 1974 to 1984. Also, in 2014, a re-recorded version of the song was used in commercials for Target. So use that as you will. Maybe if you uh, plan on going to Target soon, you can impress a cashier with your knowledge. I bet they would really be impressed that you would remember that, right? I don't know if current Target cashiers would know that song. They probably would be impressed. They probably wouldn't know it was affiliated with Target either. Yeah. You know what? I take that back. Don't do that. <laughs> but keep it in your mind in case trivia night comes soon. But Nick, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Man, that song is fire. Ooh. So I'm assuming it's a... Uh... It's better. It's a hot one? It's a hot one. Ooh. We already forgot. You, you've been. Oh no, that's what it was. I thought it was fire. Nah, man, it's a hot oh, one. It's a hot one. You're no, too busy giving out these forget about it. <laughs> you forgot what a good song would be. Uh, well, tell me it's about it. One. Why'd you Why'd you like it so much? Well, this is a classic radio song that you're writing down. I ten with the windows down on your Jeep. And this song comes on the radio. You know, you're not hitting skip. Right. You're not hitting skip. I know we're talking off camera. Um, it's just one of those songs that you just can't help but snap along to and smile to. I mean, happy days, man. Happy days. Just thinking about happy days. You know, I wish I could say, but um, unfortunately, when it comes to Smooth by Santana, if I'm going down in my car, that's a skippable song. Yeah. You have to be in the right mood to play that song. These bubblegum pop songs, you can be in any mood. And you're the digits. They come instant on, happy. and it's just instant. You know that you got to listen to the song. They bring about great. happy days, I guess. Bring about happy days. Have you seen the show Happy Days? I actually, have not. Have you like the Fonz? Like, hey, I know of the Fonz. You know that was my uh, sixth grade teacher's favorite TV show character of all time. Did That's the only reason I know about the Fonz. Was he like the Fonz? Was he like a cool guy? It was a she actually. Was she like a female version of the the Fonz? No. Oh. She just referenced the Fonz like crazy. Isn't it kind of sad that like someone who like isn't like the Fonz looks up to the Fonz so much? Like if you truly looked up to the Fonz, you would make it a lifestyle. Probably would, yeah. I don't think many people, you have to be, that's a certain breed of person though, uh, to you, pull all the Fonz. Do you feel like the Fonz was recreated with Drake Bell's character and Drake and Josh? That's a good twist. That's a hot take. I don't Alex. know, man. That's a hot take. I don't know. That's a hot take. Because he uh, he was viewed as that cool high school dude that everybody that I'm every saying. kid in elementary school was like, man, I want to be like Drake Bell when I That's get in high saying. school. The problem is though, in real life, he wasn't like the Fonz. Sadly, Josh became the, the Fonz. He, he was in that show about. Russia or that movie about Russia, like Red Dawn. Oh he, yeah, that yeah, that one's not as good as the original Red Dawn. I never watched either of them. Oh so. gosh! But he dressed up like the theater dog yeah. for it, and he was also famous on Vine that I never used. I never used Vine either. And he was friends with or Dave, TikTok. 
either I of them. I haven't used it. He's also uh, on TikTok. He was friends with David Dobrik. I never watched him, but he's the guy who gives out those Teslas all the time. So in reality, <laughs> I haven't fo- followed Josh since like Drake and Josh. But Drake was in like the Fairly Odd Parents movies, like the live action mm-hmm. ones. Like ones, like as in there were no, multiple I, yeah. of them. <laughs> you also came to Baton Rouge last year. No, my uh, you came to Baton Rouge two years ago. Played in the varsity. You're right, he did. He did, yeah. I had a friend who went. I missed him. I missed him too. I think, I remember, I didn't think it sold out, actually. Was it? The thing is that, like, name one Drake Bell song right now. It's only, yeah, exactly. it's only you found a way. I found a way. <laughs> it's only that one. But you know what, dude? I wish I could tour and just have one song. That's how it, in terms of one-hit wonders, uh, on a list of, like, one-hit wonders, well, that's- he's kind of making his way up the ranks now, now that our generation is getting older. And this song's still coming on being a bop. Well, what I'm saying is like, yeah, because like this, this Happy Days was a one-hit wonder and it was a theme song. So we're going to be like, in our like 50s being like, I found a way, I, the rest of the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Drake Bell. Drake, if you want to be on this show, dude, I'm serious. You know, another, another fun fact, Drake, even more just to uh, get you to come over here. To, you know, I'm in the um, trombone section for Tiger Man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we played a couple classics uh and found a way is one of those songs that you really? play yeah if you mm-hmm. want to come check well post quarantine so hopefully football 2021 go take a gander before the tiger man march down victory hill go check them out in their little warm-up and they're playing a whole bunch of songs we kind of just completely trashed his past acting choices though i think we don't really have much power to ask Sorry, him to probably do not <laughs> We probably should have thought about that before asking. Sorry, Drake. But things that. What else is Drake Bell doing right now? Oh, he's tweeting at Taco Bell. Is he? Was he doing that? Well, no. That's this is a long time ago. He had that tweet or something after Kanye and Kim named their kid North. How that was a big meme. Oh, like they're thinking like Northwest and everything. Oh, he was talking about naming his. So he was saying he was going to name his son Taco. Or daughter Taco, so then they'd be Taco Bell, and then like I think Taco Bell retweeted him, or he like tagged Taco Bell. <laughs> remember a long time ago. Remember his Twitter beef with Justin Bieber? Can't say I do. I don't really keep up. With uh, the only reason Twitter stuff. The only reason I know that is that my sister was like is still a diehard Justin Bieber fan, and that was like a a big deal. Like Drake Bell is calling out Justin Bieber on Twitter. And my <laughs> reaction was that's hilarious. Like yeah. I think any average-minded person would be like, that. that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Drake from Drake and Josh calling out the hottest pop star right now. That's funny. I do remember the one, uh, Justin Bieber. Was it Justin Bieber? That, uh, he, like, that a Twitter beef with Tom Cruise. He wanted to do a UFC match in the cage with Tom Cruise. Justin oh, Bieber? I want to say it was Justin Bieber or some other pop star. Ooh. But, uh, that got a lot of traction. I would watch that. The UFC. This was like before Justin settled down and got married. He was still kind of trying to find himself. <laughs> I bet Tom Cruise would win in a heartbeat, though. He would. That guy's insane. That's what I'm saying. I think that's insane. I like in my head. I imagine him doing like like a like a drop kick type thing mm-hmm. from like little 15 year old Canadian pop sensation Justin Bieber. I don't think he would have a chance. No, not a chance. What Bieber are we talking here? Are we talking My World 2.0 Bieber? We're talking current world Bieber right now. I Justin Bieber today. Today? With the, you were talking about like Yummy Justin Bieber, new song that he had. Yummy. He has a new song. I don't listen to Justin I Bieber. I listen. <laughs> I, I, I'm online where I, I get people's opinions of what Justin Bieber does. 
because I spend way too much time online. And they're like, this song by Justin Bieber stinks. And I'm like, okay, that's my opinion now. <laughs> because I don't really have enough energy to make my own. Right. But yeah, that's, that was a hot one, right? That song? Hot one. All right, yeah. Hot cool. one. <laughs> All right, off to our next song. Song number four. It is an art pop track called Sarah by Alex G. Alex she is an indie artist from Havertown, Pennsylvania. I hope I said that right. Sorry from anyone from Havertown. This particular song comes from his 2012 album, Trick. And cool fact, he's done collaborations with Frank Ocean. So shout out to Frank Ocean, I guess. Yeah, man. So, Nick, is it better than Smooth by Santana? No, Alex, this one was a hard one for me to determine. Mm. I was going on the fence. It's definitely, it's a cold one. It's Ooh. cold. And I was going back and forth. To forget and about it? It's a cold forget about it. Or else forget about it. Cold forget about it. You know, they're giving me one of my favorite bands, and I think this has to make everybody's favorite bands, the Beatles. Oh, yes. It's giving me big Beatles vibes. Hmm. Just a guitar, acoustic guitars. Probably strumming. talking like Rubber Soul Beatles. Rubber, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Give me those vibes. You know, they're trying to woo a girl over Sarah. So the theme of the song, my book, gets a trump over the theme of Smooth by Santana. But then the vocals started. Oh. Vocals weren't too good, Alex. Oh, no. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, there's some, sounded like his voice was cracking. Uh, I'm not too sure that the chorus, you know, it just wasn't really appealing to my ears. And I like weird sounding voices every now and then. But um, still an enjoyable song. Again, it's a cold forget about it. I think it has a better theme. I like the Beatles feel to it. But the vocals just weren't there for me. Dang. You really just called out Havertown, Pennsylvania like that, did you? I'm sorry, yeah. Alex, she's a, is a... You better not show your face over there, like, ever. I don't plan on stepping because, really foot in Pennsylvania. Because in Havertown, dude, if they found out the guy who trash-talked Alex G arrived, dude, it wouldn't be pretty. Forget about it. Ooh. <laughs> You're going to stand tall with that. Opinion. You're not going to let Havertown, Pennsylvania change your mind. Mm -mm. Oof. I'm sorry, Havertown. I tried. I tried. But yeah, go check out his 2012 album, Shrek, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, song number five is the... Song number five is a Detroit hip-hop track, You Lose, by the band PR Rhyme. Let's take them back. back. Yeah, 94, 94. Uh, 
Ask the preacher, take some pulpit Fix your coat, prepare for 40 below spit Seven days of heaven's ways and hell's hangups Chris and Ryan again and we wishing anybody who isn't wishing us well bankrupt A L and whatever else ain't up As far as me, I'm still caught up in all the gun sh Still calling my bullets expendables cause it's hard to believe I can fit all of them boys in one clip I squeeze off and the streets start trembling It's way too many n****s it seems Too many witnesses Up and down with their visions of what a street is I call it the seesaw syndrome Syndrome, maybe you make a mistake, you lose And this is for the real hip-hop So it never, ever, ever ask me Am I here to replace Guru? Word, that's how you feel up on this track? Little trash on that What you trying to rap now? <laughs> yeah, yo Royce what up, We just lamping in the studio, you know, doing our thing Alright, that was the alternative hip-hop track You Lose by PR Rhyme PR Rhyme is a Detroit hip-hop duo Consisting of DJ Premier and rapper Royce the 5'9 Like uh, from uh, Bad Meets Evil The Eminem mm -hmm. Project, yeah that guy the song comes from their 2014 self-titled album and features artists such as Common, Logic, Schoolboy Q, and Mr. Mac Miller. Rest in peace. So, Nick, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it. Or else forget about it. Another one. You're dishing them out today. Dishing them out, man. Sorry. Oh, what is your reasoning? Explain yourself to Mr. The Nice Fellows at PR Rhyme. So, uh, hip-hop, unfortunately, is my least favorite genre of music. Mm. Not to say not all hip, so hip hop songs are bad. There are some, I don't even know if there's some hip hop songs I really like. I could, if I heard something maybe, but it, it definitely passes through a more judgmental thing for me. Uh, that's fortunately just didn't rub off with me. First time I heard the song today, uh, again, I just felt like he was kind of spitting on me, kind of visualize him in the studio right now rapping and I uh, just imagine him like spitting all over the microphones uh, <laughs> had a good beat but again that's just really not my taste so uh, I'll take a guitar I'll take raw guitar over that over every DJ day. Premier and Royce the 5-9 yep I'll take raw guitar over hip-hop every day of the week do you think Royce the 5-9 is actually 5-9 or you think that's something else Royce the 5-9 uh, like I have to google that now I don't think, I don't think it's his height. You don't think? I don't so? know. I don't think a. That's not a. I don't think a man would brag yeah. about being five nine. Here's what it says: Royce's name comes from his height, which is five nine. You know, that's a power move many, right uh, there. You know how many centimeters it is? Centimeters. Yeah. Nine hundred. No, no, it's one hundred seventy-five. Nine hundred centimeters. Holy. It's 100 centimeters at an inch, huh? No, 2.54 centimeters at an inch. It's 2.54 centimeters at an inch. I promise I'm smart. <laughs> 900 centimeters. I was My word. word. <laughs> What's this dude? Like 10 feet? My goodness. Uh, well, shout out to Royce of 5'9", even though... Yeah, shout out to all the men out there, 5'9", out there. So mm. you're above average. How height. tall are you, Nick? I'm 6'1". Okay, so you feel like comfortable talking down feel, to all those people. I feel normal. I feel normal. Are you really six one? Yeah, I'm six one. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Off to our next song. <laughs> song number six is a modern contemporary country hit, Wanted by Hunter Hayes. How you do what you do 
Cause everything that don't make sense about me Makes sense when I'm with you Like everything that's green, girl, I need you But it's more than one and one makes two Put aside the math and the logic of it You gotta know you want it too Cause I wanna wrap you up Wanna kiss your lips I wanna make you feel wanted And I wanna call you Alright, that was song number six, Wanted by Hunter Hayes. The song was nominated for Best Country Solo Performance at the 2013 Grammy Awards. It is the second best-selling song by a male solo country singer in the U.S. as of April 2014. Thank you, Wikipedia, for that information. Hayes broke the record as well as the youngest male artist to reach number one on the Hot Country Billboard chart with this song. So of all those accolades, Nick, is it better than Smooth by Santana? It's, this is the easiest decision I've had to make so far, and that is a hard no. Ooh, a forget about it? The hardest forget about it possible? Hardest forget about it possible. Oh, oh gosh, well, now you definitely have to explain yourself. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I love country music. Well, I'll start off with the positives, Alex. <laughs> I'll start off with the positives. Before you break poor So positive heart. number one, he's from a small town in Louisiana, Bow Bridge, apparently, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> and if that information's true, I, I won't... I, I like Hunter Hayes as a person. Okay. You're it, just afraid of someone from the bridge breaking your kneecaps. Po <laughs> positive number two, it's a good stand it's a good song to slow dance to. The reason why I give it a hard forget about it is that this isn't country music, Alex. <laughs> Plain and simple, man. Oh well, what is it then? Please enlighten it me. Sounds more like pop, you know, this is like it's just not country music, man. Like the first opening, it took a while before you heard an acoustic guitar come in. <laughs> and it was like a very faint acoustic guitar. It was just really just piano and Hunter Hayes. Man, he's a great musician. Sounded really, really good voice. But it's like, this isn't George Strait, Toby Keith, Alan Jackson, Kenny Chesney. This isn't any, those guys are country music. I'm sorry, Hunter Hayes, this, I'm sorry. It's just not country music. That's why it's a hard note for me. I'm very critical of today's country music. And Hunter Hayes did not make the the status for you to be considered a country. No. Poor Hunter, dude. Hunter's just trying to put his heart out there, just hoping the females in his life feel wanted. And Hey, man, it's a great song. It's not country music, though. It's in the wrong genre. That's the only critique. So it's talented, but it's a... Uh, if I said it was a singer-songwriter song, would it be uh, a hot one? It'd be a soft hot one. So it's literally itself. just calling it country. It, I'm, I'm just really you mad it. that he's considered a country artist, y'all. That put a sense. fire in your heart to destroy any happiness that Hunter could feel. Because, <laughs> because he considers himself country and he doesn't meet the Nick Rogan show. <laughs> he probably doesn't, man. He has a lot more money than he will <laughs> <laughs> wipe his tears with some $100 bills, I guess. Probably so, man. All right. 
Song number seven. We're getting to the tail end here. This is one of the most popular funk songs ever. It is Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang. Get down. Seven, Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang. One of the most popular funk songs ever. Jungle Boogie is a funk song recorded by Cool and the Gang from their 1973 album Wild and Peaceful. The band originates from Jersey City, New Jersey. It was originally known as Cool and the Flames. I like the new name a little bit better, honestly. And it is also played at the Cincinnati Bengals home games because Paul Brown Stadium is often referred to as the Jungle. I guess there's something good going on in that stadium. So Dick. What do you think of the song? Alex, I'm pleased to say that this song is a hot one. And it's a hot one. Ooh, we got one, finally. It's a hot one. Yes. Just a, just a good, funky, good old time. Yeah, man, I love funk. Um, the only thing I like better than raw guitar is raw horns. I love hearing horns rip it. Uh, it's a good wedding song. I know growing up, that's what made me want to play trombone, man. This song is pro <laughs> probably, I can't specifically remember this song, but you know, it's a popular song for wedding bands with horns to play at. I remember seeing all the horns live in person. All I want to do is play a horn. I'm happy I'm doing it now. We actually play this song. You know, I've been playing this song since high school. Uh, it's just a classic. If Cool and the Gang, let's say the trombone player just quits, and Cool comes up to you and says, Hey, Nick, come along. Go on a world tour with us and play Jungle Boogie every night. Would you do it? 100%. 100%. 100%. That would be living just five-year-old <laughs> me's dream. You might be the youngest person on the stage by 40 years, though. But it's okay, man. I went to a Steely Dan concert. I was the youngest uh, person there by 40 years. Yeah, you're probably so. the youngest person <laughs> in the stadium. Yeah. Shout out to Steely Dan, dude. Great band. If you don't know them, go listen to them. So you got, probably know a couple of their hits. You probably do. Steely Dan. Was that the, the band that the Eagles didn't like, right? I think that's the. Was it the Eagles that had the beef with them? I think it was. Didn't they call them out in Hotel California? Maybe so. Something. I'm a big Eagles fan, so maybe they are. Ooh. <laughs> Shout out to the Eagles, too. <laughs> so, yes, Jungle Boogie gets a certified, man, it's a hot one. Song number eight, the final song of this episode. Can you believe it's over? I can't believe, man. Time's flying by. Time's I flying love by whenever you're telling artists that they're not good enough for you. different genre. <laughs> so, we're going to end this episode off with the second mega hit. We started the show off with a mega hit. This one, we started off. With Firework by Mrs. Katy Perry, or Miss Katy Perry. Wasn't she married to Russell Brand? You're asking the wrong I'm asking the wrong guy. I don't know if she's still married to Russell Brand. If you are, congratulations on a happy marriage. If you're not, okay. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to have the second mega hit of this episode. 
to end everything off. It is the classic rock, glam rock mega hit, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. song of this episode and it was living on a prayer by john bon jovi one of the most popular 80s songs of all time in 2006 online voters rated living on a prayer number one on vh1's list of the 100 greatest songs of the 80s i wouldn't agree but i wasn't part of the online poll in 2006 i was just nine years old <laughs> what do you expect i was probably on nick.com or something <laughs> also it was the focus of the 2016 meme, Squidward on a Chair. Remember that? Whoa, we're halfway there. I can't say I know that meme. Whoa, Squidward on a Chair. I'm about to go check that one out. It's also, whoa, lemon on a Pear. Didn't know that one either. Yeah, I didn't know this was a meme song. Dude, you're missing it. <laughs> it, was, it was like a, well, 2016 was like the best meme year like you ever. Think? Oh, dude. We got some good memes out of that one. Well, what year was the meme where it, um... Like we, we are off to save the queen. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Uganda Knuckles. Uganda Knuckles. That was probably 2016. Right? Was 2016? Yeah. See yeah, around that time. It was like what's that around? Like 17. I think it was more 2017. I don't know. They're 17, all 18. Okay, together, yeah, they're all holding together, man. But back on topic, <laughs> is it better than Smooth by Santana? It's a hot one, man. And it's a hot one. Let's go. It's a hot one. Yeah, this is the uh, first time I heard. I like specifically remember the first time hearing this song, Guitar Hero 3, however old I was. I don't know. It was my favorite song on Guitar Hero. Love Bon Jovi. Good old classic rock and roll. Um, that's all really all there is to it, man. It's a good song. A lot of people our age still like it. It's always a good banger to throw on at a party. I 100%. Up there. But yeah, man, it's, uh, that was an easy one for me, too. So we're going to end it off on Man It's a Hot One. Yes, sir. All right. So there you go. The last song of the episode has been clarified. So let's go over your answers. When I played Firework by Katy Perry, you said, forget about it. Yep. 
And I played Stupid For You by Water Parks. You said, forget about it. When I played Happy Days by Pratt McLean, you said, man, it's a hot one. When I played Sarah by Alex G, you said, forget about it. When I played You Lose by PR Rhyme, you said, forget about it. When I played Wanted by Hunter Hayes, you also said, forget about it. But when I played Jungle Boogie by Cool in the Gang, you said, man, it's a hot one. And finally, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, we ended things off on, it's a hot one. So what, that's like three of eight? Three out of eight, yeah. Let's go. Okay, that's not the worst. <laughs> not the worst, not the worst. Hey, we're not here to make friends, are we? No. We're, we're here, here to, to we're here to talk about music, man. You could have gone zero for eight. Could have gone over eight. Yeah, that, that was a very well good possibility. That was, because we're here to figure out if it's better or worse than Smooth by Santana. It's a you serious question that's not being asked enough That's today. what I'm saying. That's why I have to go in and do the dirty work for people. But I digress. So Nick, as we wrap things up, what type of music are you currently listening to right now? Any uh, any artists that you want to give a little shout out to? Yeah, right now I'm kind of kicking things back old school with George Strait right now. Okay. Uh, I think he's the best country music artist. I think there's a lot of songs that people definitely heard from George Strait that probably don't know George Strait. Uh, I've been listening a lot to him, uh, the band Chicago. You kind of mentioned them earlier. Um, love Chicago, great horns. They're good fuse of horn and guitar and then currently that's that's the third band steely dan yeah i'm listening to steely i got kind of back on the steely dan train uh i got on a real i was playing them non-stop a few years back and then i just started wearing through their albums again uh, nice. currently shout out to all those artists so is there any uh underground artists or songs you want to give a recommendation for like for the people out there listening under yeah yeah, yeah. So some deep tracks yeah yeah it's a deep track deep tracks uh i'd probably say one that i've been playing a lot uh, it's a chicago song saturday in the park saturday in the park great tune great tune uh, i've been listening to it non-stop uh another one actually another new artist that he's kind of popular a lot of people tyler childers have you been listening to him at all oh i've heard of him i don't know much about him though you should go uh go look up his album purgatory came out in 2017 uh, i've been listening to that album a lot too recently uh he's kind of like bluegrass uh music and then another deep track behind blue eyes by the who Really? Behind, I've, never, I've never heard of that one. I'm Garrett. You probably heard of it before. Really? Sorry, I'm, I'm, behind, I do enjoy the hue. Behind Blue Eyes by the Who's, a great deep track of theirs. I wake up to it. It's actually my alarm clock. Shout out to Keith Moon, dude. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> he was a drummer, right, Keith Moon? Yeah. That's what I figured. I didn't want to embarrass myself on my own show. <laughs> good drummer, good drummer. Anyone you want to give a shout out to, non music related? Hmm. Non music related shout out. I don't think I, I don't think I can't really think of anybody non non music person. You just have no one else you want to say hi to. Ah uh, man. <laughs> uh you know what? I'm gonna say good hello to the trombone section, the Tiger Band. Hey, there you go. You guys are awesome. Um, I actually played a lot of music that we talked about last Saturday. So if any of you pick this up, <laughs> it's just me saying hello to you. You uh, you guys should do Smooth by Santana for a halftime show. I'll mention. I'll put in a word. Put in a word. I'll put in a word next time. We designed the halftime shows next spring for 2021, so I'll put in a word. Wait, really? Yeah, that's when we uh, we start that process in 2021. When the new leadership team comes in, we start designing halftime shows. 
Yeah, Smooth by Satan is a possibility. It's a possibility, man. You heard it here first, everybody. Okay, I'll bring it up. No guarantees, though. No guarantees. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I need. So, any last comments before we uh, we wrap things up? Yeah. I think, man, y'all go listen to music. Go try stuff new. Yeah. Uh, I try new stuff. I never thought I'd like hip hop, rap, and stuff, but I found uh, he may be overplayed, or maybe a cliche answer, but Chance the Rapper, man. He got me like he got me to say yes to rap music and hip hop. So go let's go explore new territories. I can agree, I can agree to that, Nick. So thank you so much for joining, and thank you all for listening. I also like to say thank you to Andrew Ferguson for making the theme song for this show. Uh, also check out his music on Spotify uh, with his new song Constellation. He's the one that made the theme song. Yeah, that's Ferg. Hey yeah. Ferg, all right, let's give a shout out to Ferg yeah. too, real quick. Hey Ferg, even if he didn't make the song, even we, if he did it, man, it's hats <laughs> off to you, man. And the late nights. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, if you guys are in town, go see the late nights, man. I don't know where they're playing. They're usually all over the place. High demand. They're high demand, man. Every uh, every sorority needs some someone for their mixer, so. <laughs> But yeah, if you see Ferg, ask him to play uh, What I Like About You by The Romantics. I bet he'll do that in a heartbeat. He'll do it on the spot. He'll do that on the spot, <laughs> He'll man. take out his uh, harmonica that he uh, brings everywhere. Yeah, he, keeps it, he keeps it in his back pocket. Oh, yeah, in case somebody asks mm-hmm. for him to play What I Like About You <laughs> by The Romantics. He loves to do it, everybody. Oh, he loves. He loves it. Like, honestly, if you go up to him and you don't ask him to do it, he's, he's kind just, of offended. He's kind of offended. Rub like, off the wrong leg. He thinks, oh. You don't think I could do a good cover of the Romantics hit You song. really don't think I could play my harmonica, man? I'm, but, like, what if they ask him to play Talking in Your Sleep, an also famous song by the Romantics? You think he will be able to do it at the same caliber as what I like about you? That's a, that's a lot to live up to. It depends on if he opens or closes with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'll be completely honest. I don't know anything about harmonica, and I don't think there's a harmonica in... Um, the song Talking in Your Sleep by the Romantics. So he'd probably be like, what do you want me to play it on? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. And it's just like, you want me to just do acapella? That's awkward. And people would be like, you know what? I feel embarrassed that I asked you to play <laughs> Talking in Your Sleep from, you know, the hit yeah, Romantics. Like, such a strange question to ask somebody. Yeah, it is. But asking him to play uh, What I Like About You, not strange at all. Completely normal. Completely normal. He welcomes it. And he loves very, it. Yeah, he loves he, it. He loves showing it to the world, man. He has a little. Everybody has a talent. He has a dance routine <laughs> as well. It's awesome. You just you need to you need to check it out. So if you have any song requests for the show, please send them my way to man. It's a hot one at outlook.com. And make sure you put your hot ones and forget about it in the comments below. I hope to see you all next Friday as we continue our journey through the wonderful world of music as we answer the question. Is it better than Smooth by Santana? Nick, thank you so much for being on, and I'd like to end this episode like I want to end every episode with my favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. I pick a new comment each week that I think is humorous, (laughs) and I read it aloud. So this one comes from John Torres. Thank you, John. And this was posted two hours ago, and he says, Happy music to Smooth, your dying soul. You lived. You're still alive. And yes, you will feel pain. But the journey was definitely worthwhile. I was about to say, I'm like, he's still alive, man. I was about to say, the dude's still alive. I don't know why. John felt the need to post that. <laughs> Happy music to soothe... Oh, soothe, not smooth. I'm oh, sorry. Even Happy music to soothe your 
burning, dying soul. Gosh. You've lived. You're still alive. And yes, you will feel pain. But yeah. the journey was definitely worthwhile. Song one officially dies. Yeah, I don't know Thomas dies, though. Well, the thing is that, like, I don't know. I don't know what he is. I'm not even going to. It's just too late. <laughs> the ep- it's too late in the episode to dissect that comment. <laughs> Nick, thank you once again for joining. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart. Make it real. Or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. And I'll see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>